0: It was apparently one of the most exciting programmes they've ever been able to bring us. That's Dynamite this week. It wasn't. It was a, a little bit lukewarm, in my view. I mean, everybody was there in place. You had the big matches, or some big matches. You had returning people. You had big debutantes. But... Or big debuts, should I say. But... It was a bit warmed over. I know I prefer Rampage, I know I do. I know that Dynamite just seems to be too long. There's two hours and we need to fill it. But um you can't you can't really come back from starting an edition or an episode of Dynamite with CM Punk. Wrestling Max Caster here, I really like Max Caster, and it's noticeable, I oh, loved his rap by the way, and very sweet that CM Punk enjoyed it too, But um, almost in spite of himself, but Max Caster, who can really turn it on in the ring, I think had to slow himself down for CM Punk this week. At the end of the match, as Jim Ross said, seven years out of the ring, well he's had a few matches since then now, hasn't he? So he should be picking up his chops, and... Uh, It was okay, but it's not a way to start Dynamite. It's not a fantastic marquee match. There's a nice CM Punk tombstone, and he wins with the Anaconda device. Afterwards, he's interviewed by Tony Schiavone, and of course, CM Punk had done the the usually understood belt manoeuvre, which is, Hands in the middle of the, of the tummy. Spread them out to the sides. That's the belt. Now, Shivani asked him about that. So CM Punk says, what do you, t- to the crowd, what do you think it means? That's too difficult a question for them to answer. There's a variety of answers. You want the belt. You'd like to petition for a match, maybe for the championship. You want the women's title. You want a half of the tag team titles. You don't want a piece of string to hold your trousers up. Don't just ask them that. Ask them, do you think it means that I want a championship belt? That's a yes or no answer. They decide and settle on CM Punk chant. And he is over. I just don't think... It's not over with me, that's the thing. Okay, I'll leave it there because I've been... You know what I think about CM Punk and... Not doing anything to change my mind. Next we've got Jay Lethal versus... John Moxley, this should be a good match. And it was. Really nice tight match. Really good competitive competition. Really nice Moxley lariat. Lovely lethal injection counter into a rear naked choke from Mox. You've got uh, lethal trying for a figure four. Competing chance. Moxley didn't get it all his own way. He hits the paradigm shift for the pin. Of course he does. But. Lethal is now on a losing streak, losing Lethal, and that's how that's some kind of, um, some kind of U.S. cop drama. They're losing Lethal. Anyway, he's on a losing streak, and he doesn't deserve it. But if they're gonna play into that very heartfelt promo he did on Rampage about losing, was it on Rampage? I think it was. Then that would be great, actually, because I think he can do that kind of stuff. He does that. Emotional, heartfelt promo very well, does Jay Lethal. And I like it. Okay, we're moving on. That was a good match. We've got FTR now versus the Gun Club. Why, I do not know. FTR, good to see them out here. Gun Club, it's a match with the Gun Club. It's more competitive than I thought it would be. Wardrobe enters halfway through MJF's on commentary. He's not really telling us anything we don't already know or haven't already heard. Wardrobe comes out. He's taken back by security. He looked a bit of a fool, actually, to be honest. He didn't look great. Um, and they win with the big rig, do FTR, and afterwards they're angry with MJF. It's kind of like the pinnacle patterning the inner circle, and we don't really need that. Talking of the inner circle, here's the Jericho Appreciation Society. Are they just... Are they trying to be annoying? Because if you are, it's really crass, and it doesn't work anyway. There are people here, you know, 2.0 are not massively charismatic in their new roles. Jericho is allowing them to do their bit. Hagar has got some abs, but that's about all. And, And it takes Santana and Ortiz with Kingston to arrive to show actually who the real deal is. Because Kingston takes Jericho into the arena, gets a huge chant. Jericho doesn't get that. Not anymore. Of course, in the end, uh, the JAS, uh, the Jericho Appreciation Society, are in the ascendancy. They get on top and quite literally, Jericho, and I can say that because this is literally, he gets on top of... um, Kingston, who's in a sharpshooter. Oh, actually, was it him or was it was it Ortiz? Anyway, and he's hammered with the bat by, Jeri- by Jericho. Alright, so it's not literally. I accept that. It was alright. It was okay. But Kingston's the one who's really over. Santana and Ortiz are the ones who are really over. Maybe you'll realise that sometimes, Tony Kay. Cargill will be fighting Lever the Librarian, apparently. Smart Mark Sterling's, he's got her next opponent. See, that's quite good, actually, because it feeds into the, including, I mean, it's me who's also been saying it. She's being protected, really, isn't she? Leave her the librarian. Blimey, I'd forgotten all about her. That's what being in a in a, a promotion like AEW can do when you're not being pushed. So she was just on and off, a bit of a joke, and she'll be fighting Shafir. Shafir. Yeah, that'll be a good match, actually. I think that will be something that will probably, unless they really rig it, probably um, will show Cargill either that she's learned what she's doing or that she's deficient in what she's doing. Next, Danielson versus Utah, Best match of the night, this. And one of the reasons being is because... It's Regal on commentary who's bigging you to up and sort of saying, "You see the way he did that, the way he grabbed hold of the head at the back there. That's why, that's why Danielson had to break." There's a lovely moment at the back where he says, "Mr." At the end where he says, "Mr. Mr. Uh, Ross, Mr. Shivani, man in a mask." <laughs> that's lovely. I really like Regal's work, and he's clearly enjoying it. Great match as well. Utah Chance, which I really like. It's a, a great bridge to begin with. Bridges back from a figure four and just kind of puts his hands behind his head at one point, I'm enjoying myself. It's, it's, it's lovely. There are some Danielson chops, but Regal tells us it's not actually a chop, it's a hard palm strike. But you to wants some more. There's a Danielson full Nelson Dragon suplex for a long two, huge knee, the stomps, gotch style pile driver, And when he puts his lock on, Utah's already out, really. But that's great. Regal saw something in Utah. I'm glad, because everybody should see something in Utah. Danielson was his usual brilliant best. I really like this match. Here come Cole and Reed Dragon. They have a box with balloons, and they're going to celebrate with their stolen belts. He wants wants us to celebrate them running things. Now, what do you think is going to happen? Are we just going to talk for about 10 minutes, and... And then have some cake. No, of course not. Here comes Hangman Page. Takes them all out. They leave. Here comes Jurassic Express. With Christian Cage, they managed to say, without the long pause this time. And they beat them up and take the bounce back. There you go. Thunder Rosa apparently will not be interrupted this week. She won't. She gives a heartfelt um, promo. But later on when Nyla Rose... Um answers her back, and Thunder Rosa said you can have a match, Nyla Rose ends that little promo with abracadabra bitch, (laughs) that's fabulous, great from Nyla Rose, and actually, that's the highlight of the whole thing, oh apart from the, apart from the Andrade work later on, more of that in a minute, we are going to get FTR versus Young Bucks 2, I mean Young Bucks 2 isn't a great movie, that's Young Guns 2 isn't it, never mind, we are going to have that, and it will be, I, I believe, fabulous. Now to a funny situation. There is an Owen Hart Foundation. There's a women's tournament for the Owen Hart Foundation. It always has to be for something when it's women's tournament. You don't get that with a men's tournament, do you? Anyway, you've got the bunny who's a great wrestler and should be given a lot more on her own. And she's facing in this qualifying match Tony Storm. Debuting Tony Storm. Big, big cheers when she comes out. And I'm expecting a lot. And we don't get a lot. And the audience are actually really quiet. There's a really nice tilt-a-well slam from Tony Storm. Great fisherman suplex. Bunny's always great with her super kick. And the end comes with the Storm Zero stump-pulling pile driver for the pin. Or package pile driver, if you like. I prefer to call it a stump-pulling pile driver. And Tony Storm's really emotional afterwards. You know, because she's been through a lot with her career and now she's in AEW but the crowd are really quite silent I'm not sure they were really into it as much as they should be they got excited to begin with and they saw it was Tony Storm and then she didn't I'm not sure whether it was that they thought she didn't deliver because I thought she was okay or whether the bunny was too much of a you know too close to a competitive match because she's very good but the crowd were didn't seem swayed by it at all. Anyway, maybe this will change things. And I'm, I am wouldn't be surprised if it didn't. It's Andrade, El Idolo versus Darby Allen. There's an immediate. Allen comes down on his skateboard. Andrade knows he's going to do it. Immediate torneo over the top, right on him, which is lovely. Darby Allen comes back with a skateboard to the back you know, puts the skateboard on and he's got the skateboard and then he stomps in with it, all that kind of stuff. There's a lovely moment, he does it twice, first time it doesn't really work, second time, he they're on the outside and he, he carries Darby Allen, just Andrade, in the vertical suplex position, right down one side of the ring and then slams him onto the ring steps, that is beautiful. Now this is probably the move of the night actually, it's a bow and arrow on the shoulder. He is—he's standing, Andrado, Andrade. Andrade—he's pulling on both. It's just extraordinarily good into a backbreaker. Lovely. Andrade then takes off his belt, ostensibly to do some damage with that. Bryce Renzberg, the referee, takes that away, and then—and—and then Darby and, and then trips him with another belt. Where's that come from then? Is there a special belt farm under the under the ring or something? I don't know. But he trips him with it. ...and Andrade smacks his face on it... ...so maybe that was a joke for later on... ...as would be silent generation game... ...and it shouldn't have been confiscated by the referee... ...perhaps... ...there's a beautiful crucifix driver off the top... ...and straight into an armbar from Derby... ...then we get a lot of... Um, ...comings and goings... Sting gets involved... ...Butcher and the Blade get involved... ...Andrade takes control of that... ...and hits the pin... Then you've got Private Party coming down. They're getting involved. The Hardy Boys come down. And Nancy Drew, she's down there as well. Uh, no, of course not. But, you know, it's just a mess, really. Um, and they go off screen like that. So it was a great match until the end. Bit of a shame. Overbooking, really. And it was it was lacklustre, in my view. Rampage is sharper. There's not so much messing about. You don't need to add the angles in there. And they're great matchups in general. Some of these were. Some of them weren't. What's the point of FTR versus the Gun Club? What's the point of CM Punk versus Max Caster? Well, I know what the point of it is. But for me, what's the point of that? The two Blackpool Fight Club, is that what they're called? Matches were good. And, um... I, I really like the I really like the main event. Until they overbooked it. I'm sorry, it's still lagging behind Rampage and I wish I didn't have to say that. But I do. <clears throat> Ta-ta.